Before we get into discussing our favorite women of Bravo, I just want to remind you that you can find our podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Acast, or Stitcher. Don't forget to subscribe and rate us five stars. That helps us reach more people and makes us easier to find. For more information, go to our website at housewives-historians.simplecast.com. That's simplecast.com. And as always, all episodes of The Real Housewives are available on Hulu if you'd like to watch ahead of time and follow along with us each week. And reach out to me, Jordan McKenzie. That's at Jay McKenzie on Instagram or Twitter. J-A-Y-M-A-C-K-E-N-Z-E-E on Instagram or Twitter with any questions, comments, or if you want to be a guest on our show. And with that, enjoy. And welcome back to a brand new episode of the Housewives Historians Podcast. That little podcast where we dive so deep mm. into ancient housewives history. Uh, I'm getting my Michael impression ready. <laughs> Just- I think it's ready. <laughs> uh, once again, apologies to Australian I'm listeners. <laughs> um, I'm your host, Jordan McKenzie, and with me, joined with me as always, my beautiful and talented, recently celebrated a birthday, Amanda Brown. How are you? The celebration is ongoing. I am in full Virgo energy right mm-hmm. now, according to you. Um, and I will say, I don't know a whole lot about what Virgos are known for, oh, but I do know that we're in it. about to find out, baby. I don't know. I will throw myself under the bus because I, 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 I in a panic-induced uh, moment last night, um, two days after your birthday, I come to the realization that something was diff- like something was amiss. <laughs> I had missed something, and I'm usually on top of everything. And you had a feeling, and I was like, I need. I, I think her birthday's coming up. I said it's got to be coming up, so I need to plan something. I snuck it right by. <laughs> <laughs> well, like you are the type of person where, and I will say this: you do not announce your birthday. You do I don't. not. You do not remind people that it is coming no, up. I don't. Whereas I am like, well, guys, you know my birthday is in six days, like, so it's next month. So, so I'm going to need to rest a little bit because it's going to be kind of a wild time. You'll That's send me. me the deposit now for the trip, and I will see you in 90 days. <laughs> Whereas Amanda just sort of lets it completely roll by in the cut. I worked, yeah. I went to work. <laughs> so your birthday was on the 23rd. On the 25th, I'm like, oh, by the way, <laughs> yeah, happy I, birthday. I know. <laughs> I have to do better about it was that. The, I felt horrible. and I, said, I don't make that. a big deal out of it. Well, and there are people that do and people that don't, yeah. and I respect both. Um, it's you know, once you reach a certain, I'd be celebrating throughout the year, just <laughs> <laughs> whenever I want, I buy the things I want and I don't know. I, and also there's kind of like this thing going on right now. I don't know if you heard about it, but it's kind of kooky. It's like where people are getting like sick and they're yeah. serious. Yeah, yeah. It's like yeah. super contagious. So. I've heard about that it's, too. It's like affected some things. Um, <laughs> so. Well, I will say this. I did, I, you, you do have a, a gift coming. Um, whether I won't go into details, I'm hoping it arrives soon or rather than later. It would be great if it arrives during this very podcast. Oh my God. What a late delivery. Um, (laughs) but if it comes with Amazon, that's possible. They've (laughs) delivered things as late as 9 PM for me. We'll see. Um, if not, I do want to, I do want to give it to you on air. So if, if we'll see, we'll that see how it goes. That was not a plug for Amazon, by the way. <laughs> oh no, we do. <laughs> we support the post, the post office. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Um, and I will say, I do want to give an apology to the listeners. We have been a little bad, I would say, yeah. about scheduling these, uh, but these also, podcasts. Come on, you guys. <laughs> Come on. We're, 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 we're really we're, trying. We're trying we to get through the muck here. I mean, 2020 has been a slow drag. Things are really happening, but we're never going to give up. Okay. <laughs> um, I will say, because I was fully ready after the last episode we did, I was just sort of like, yeah, we're going to we're gonna pump them out, guys. Get ready. We're going to big, you know, the fall's coming up. Out. Yeah. Uh, and then I pretty much, like, drastically, almost broke, but definitely severely sprained my ankle. Um, so I was out of commission for two weeks. My car anyways. acted like it was going to break down and then did. So this time down. it did. Now it's just, it's not worked. like the time yeah, when you went to the, there. when you went to the mechanic and he said, everything's fine. Yeah. Yeah. It wasn't like that. No, <laughs> now it's different. Now the mechanic did something to it. And, and you gave him money to oh, do yeah, it. Oh, yeah, give okay. him good old-fashioned money that I now mm-hmm. don't have. <laughs> and uh, it still doesn't work. So it's sitting at work, embarrassing me every day, and I always get people asking, oh, what's going on with your car? And I get to tell the story. Amanda, I don't want to bring this up, but didn't you just get this car? <laughs> Three years ago? Okay, <laughs> it felt shorter, you know. so it felt sooner than that. Okay. I feel like time flies, but, uh <laughs> gosh. Um, anything else to report before we get this train moving? no. No, not really. Do you want a quiz? I think I want to quiz you. Ooh, do it. <laughs> Let's go. Hey, kids, listen to this. It's time for our weekly Housewives quiz. <laughs> okay, Amanda. So as you guys know, Amanda does not actively watch The Real Housewives in real time. The only episodes she's ever seen are the ones we talk about on this very that podcast. That is correct, and that will remain true until <laughs> the day I die. Uh, unless you get inspired. I mean, we got you onto the Vanderpump Rules wagon. That did once take before. off. Yeah. That did. Um, so I have, as every week for coming, I have a little quiz of what's happening on real time, current day, current airing Housewives. And there's three shows, Beverly Hills, Real Housewives of New York, and Real Housewives of Potomac. So let's dive right in with question number one. On this week's episode of The Real Housewives of Beverly Hills, Amanda, which Broadway show did Erica Jane fly to New York City to star in? Now these are all multiple choice, so don't you worry, you don't have okay. to answer right off the bat. Which Broadway show did Erica Jane fly to New York City to star in? Was it Mean Girls, the musical, Hamilton, Chicago, or The Phantom of the Opera? Do you know, do you remember Erica Jane from the Beverly Hills episode? I do, I do. I can picture her, I mean, if she's an actress, a true actress, Mm -hmm. I can picture her in any of those. Oh yeah, I think she could take take any of those roles by storm. That seems on brand for her. Let's do the Mean Girls musical. The Mean Girls musical, is that your final answer? Yeah, come on. Incorrect. Mm. (laughs) No, she did not star in the Mean Girls musical. I think she would run a little too old for that show because it's set in high school. Well, don't they have cool, sexy moms? Oh, maybe the cool, yeah, but yeah, yeah, maybe. But that's exactly what I saw. Regina's mom. Mm -hmm. I could see that. Or maybe the teacher, the Tina Fey character. If they gave her a brown wig, I'm not crazy. That's not the right answer, though. Do you have a second guess? Just roasted my ass. Um, Hamilton, Chicago, Chicago or Phantom of the Opera? That I think it is the least. So let's go with that. One. You think Chicago is the one that's not it? Yeah. So I'm gonna pick it because I was wrong the first time. So maybe this is the vibe. You're correct. Wow. <laughs> that's she how it works. starred as Roxy Hart in Chicago. Uh, I think for a limited run because COVID attacked that city merciful, mercilessly. And, of course, there is no life eater right now. So yeah. I hope she got a few good shows out of it, though. Well, maybe she'll have some more. Okay, on to question number two. On The Real Housewives of New York City this week, 
What did Ramona accidentally do while fighting with Dorinda about Dorinda's potential anger problem? Was it, did, did Ramona accidentally spit food on Dorinda? <laughs> Yuck. Did a boob fall out? <laughs> Yuck. <laughs> did uh, Ramona trip and fall down the stairs? <laughs> I hope so. <laughs> or did Well, Ram- no, that's evil. Or did Ramona poop on the floor? Which oh, happened? No way. Okay. I think I can picture Ramona. Now, do you know you know Ramona, of, of course. Of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can picture her, like, having motor skill problems. So I'm going to say she fell down the stairs. Final answer? Yeah. Incorrect. No! <laughs> she did not. She was fully upright the whole time. During the fight. <laughs> I know she didn't poop. I'm not even going to okay. take the bait on that one. Um, she, okay, along the motor skill thing, she probably spit food on her. No, she what? did not spit food on Dorinda. Okay, what is it then? <laughs> Do you have a guess? Did her boob fall out or did she poop on the floor? <laughs> there is no way that she pooped. Her boob fell out. Incorrect. Get out of here. Now, I will say in Ramona's defense, it was a very... I don't feel good. It was a very small amount I of... I home. I don't feel good anymore. It was a tiny amount anymore. of poop, I will say. They were in Mexico, and, and you know what? Ha- it on camera, and now everybody knows that she <laughs> well, had a little poop. This isn't the first time that Ramona's pooped on the floor on the show, though. I have to go. <laughs> this is actually conflicting with another appointment. <laughs> I have to go. This is so fun. <laughs> that is horrible. This show has never been high bar, but I was so high brow. But like, it was a it was a small amount of poop. She's pooped more other times. So they were in Mexico. Amanda's Amanda's so rethinking every decision she's I'm ever so made. I'm so disappointed. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I'm disappointed in you. Okay, I'm just reporting reporting the news here. I'm just not. I don't feel good knowing that. Understandable. Completely understandable. I feel mad <laughs> and sad. The truth. Hey, I look at like I said. The truth is the truth, and it was a small amount of poop. So. Moving on. She should be. <laughs> she should have a different personality if that's a thing that she does. When you get to a certain age, it's hard to keep things... You cannot be braggadocious and be pooping on the floor. (laughs) Uh, Let's move on. On The Real Housewives of Potomac this week, what wasn't involved with Karen's one-year anniversary party of her perfume launch? So Karen had a big, fabulous uh, one-year anniversary of her perfume launch. What did she not have as a part of that party? Acrobats. Singing telegram. Naked Sushi Boys, or a Beyonce tribute. What did she not have at the Hmm. one-year anniversary party? I hope she didn't have a Beyonce tribute, because isn't this also the one-year anniversary of her mother's passing? Yes, and I, yes. So is she trying to cover that up with the perfume? Okay, so I'm going to guess the Beyonce tribute. You were saying the Beyonce tribute was not part of the- That can't be there. Incorrect. It was a part of it. This is weird. (laughs) This is getting weird. It was very minimal, though. Uh, you, you know that iconic uh, formation video where Beyonce's doing the head bop up and down? Uh, Karen kind of recreated that look a little bit as she entered the room, and it's unclear. She might have done, like, a little lip sync number to it, but we, yeah. Okay. So that was her grand entrance. So, yeah, it was a moment. It was, it was, it was, it was iconic. What, what else? What don't you think was a part of that? What Acrobats, singing telegram, or naked sushi boys? <laughs> I don't know when a singing telegram could come into play. Mm. <laughs> Incorrect. That was a part of it as well. <laughs> that was the so way everybody she, has to be quiet. No, that was the way she invited everyone. She filmed a singing telegram That's man crazy. with her announcing that the Hugers are throwing a party. They didn't even come to the door? No, it was through a video message. That is whack. 
See, you know what? That takes all the charm away from it, doesn't it? To you? I, I mean, I would prefer a singing telegram in person for yeah, sure. Yeah, that's what it's if for. If you're just watching it, it takes away the luster. It's probably better singing that I could watch online. If we're going to talk about... Oh, know. and he wasn't very good at singing either. Yeah, so. So the charm is that he's there mm-hmm. and it's, it's a random guy singing at you. Weird. Yeah. Anyway, that's a miss. What um, wasn't there? Acrobats or naked sushi boys? Well, she had naked gold girls at the release, so the, they were probably there. So acrobats, I guess? Incorrect. The naked sushi <laughs> boys were not there. <laughs> <laughs> I have a little too much fun writing these questions. They're all true, though. Everyone can fact check those. Well... Um, <laughs> Shall we get into today's episode? Freaking got my ass, yeah. Let's do it. (laughs) So this week, guys, we're talking about the Real Housewives of Potomac. Uh, Hold on, my notes are all out of order. The Real Housewives of Potomac, season four, episode 18, entitled Mom's the Word. And it originally aired September 8th, 2019, so only like a year ago. We've been doing a lot of these like recent episodes. Do you prefer the the recent ones or the older ones? I like them new. I was just telling my Uber driver that on the way here. Shout out if you're listening, girl. Um, (laughs) But I really do love the new ones because they've got... Well, except for the ones that are overproduced where they have Mm -hmm. way too many transitions. Yes, we didn't like that trip to New Orleans. Yeah. I feel like they can be a little cleaner. This episode for me was very clean, very refined. Um, I enjoyed this episode a lot. It was structured well. It was like there's a beginning, a middle, and an end, it almost felt like. Well, and it was the season finale as well, so it was able to wrap up a lot of Ah, the Ah, that explains why it was so damn good. Storylines, yeah. Yeah, that was delightful. Let's do our taglines, shall we? Yeah. Taglines! We start with Giselle, who we've had a lot to say on this show, mostly positive. I mean... Giselle likes to get in the muck. She says, I'm the baddest thing walking and the smartest one talking. She likes to announce like what she is. She likes to put emphasis on weird words. (laughs) (laughs) I'm the smartest thing walking. And I like I like Giselle's cadence in the in the recent episode that aired this week. She's talking to Candace, and I think she says something like, I think you were trying to be mean and nasty. (laughs) She's nasty. And I like I like that cadence to that word. Yeah, she's fun. She'll take you for a ride. (laughs) Uh, We move on to Karen Huger, uh, all-star Potomac housewife. You can try to tear me down, but the grand dame never crumbles. Great Karen episode this week, I think. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I agree. Looking great, Mm -hmm. sounding great, doing big things. And I will say, just ahead of time, I watched this episode last night, so it's not going to be as fresh in my mind, so feel free to have more allowance to correct me on things. Yes, sir. Yes. Watching this week's episode that we're talking about and also the one that currently aired from season five that came on actual TV, some of the scenes are melting together. <laughs> like, <laughs> the new housewife is in my brain. She's, we're not talking about her today, whatever. Okay. Let's move on to Monique. I've traded in my umbrella. It's all gold at the end of this rainbow. What? Where? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> get off the stage. <laughs> what the hell was that? Uh, umbrella? Well, she did. She uh, there was a scene where Monique tried to hit Robin with an umbrella in a previous season. So gold rainbow thing. It, yeah, it sounds like the umbrella is supposed to be related to the rainbow to me. Well, I, yeah, but I guess I mean, it's not. And I know ra- rainbow. Monique had a rainbow party because the ra- a rainbow baby is supposed to be a baby head after a miscarriage. There's rainbow Whoa. elements there, but... These all sound like inside jokes with her and herself. Yeah. These don't sound like pivotal <laughs> moments to make a tagline around. I like Monique. She's she's mm. fun enough. She's getting a little boring mm. for me. Let's talk about it. Mm. Uh, let's move over to Robin. Uh, the shorter my hair, 
the shorter my patience. Okay, girl. Not really making a whole lot of sense there, Rob. (laughs) I gotta say. That's bad. (laughs) Do you feel like when you have short hair that your patience is just wearing thin as your hairline? Man, I'm thinking about it right now. It's a, I'm a different person. I don't wait in line. I go straight to the front. It's I'm just saying, like, I like originality in my taglines, and I like them short? to make sense. Yeah. <laughs> what are you talking about? And also, she's. I would say she becomes a little bit more mellowed out mm-hmm. Very, as yeah. she gets older and makes her hair shorter. And more mellow, the more her relationship seems a little more stable, I will say. Like, even though we got some... Some tidbits to discuss with the oh yeah we do today oh my gosh um, then we move over to Ashley Karma is a bitch but luckily I'm on her good side I mean she's getting crazier and crazier yeah this girl this one yeah we uh, look I love Ashley I think and I'm really happy for her can you her. ever be on a bitch's good side for real Karma's a bitch but I'm on her good side here's the thing about a bitch. Here's the thing. You don't know you where don't know they're where really you stand. <laughs> there is no loyalty with a true bitch. A true bitch goes with the wind, you know? Like a true bitch is looking out for numero uno. Mm-hmm. You think you're on her good side. Good luck, sweetie. <laughs> Not for long. So naive. And I'm a real bitch. Oh <laughs> shit. <laughs> Candace says, now that I'm marrying my prince, this sleeping beauty is woke. Well, we we like Candace, right? Or no? I don't know. We had a lot to say about Candace last time. You in said New Orleans. that I have Candace energy, you, or vice versa. Not in a messy way. Not in a bad way. You just she has such a heightened personality and is so effervescent and so fun and outgoing. But that can also be used for darkness, which I don't feel like you have that. Nice. So. Oh. <laughs> so I'm like she's a, a beautiful gal. Oh my god! Thank you. <laughs> I love her now. <laughs> Let's get into the episode. So we start the episode with like little clips of everyone. Um, Candace and Chris are talking about the trip that the girls recently had in the Cayman Islands and her, you know, Giselle and her girls getting facials. Robin's trying to sell her render property. I don't like when they flash all these little baby clips at us. I don't need them. It's not like we really get much out of it, you know, like. Yeah, the stories don't necessarily start from there mm -mm. after that. Really? Do they? No. No. It's just like, hey, we're all having a day. It's all the yeah, B-roll like, footage, it's, I feel it's, like. It's, 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 yeah, it's a B-roll, and it's sort of like, these are all the people we're talking about, so <laughs> yeah. let's show little snippets. Even though before they introduce each scene, they show a little snippet to right. set the tone. So, And they show a picture of the gal yeah. twirling in a dress saying, this, is, <laughs> this scene is about her. <laughs> like, <laughs> I don't know why I'm 80, this gal. <laughs> this gal, this dame, <laughs> this bird. We sort of land down with Ashley and Michael, her husband, and Ashley opens up to us that she did get a positive pregnancy test while she was in the Cayman Islands with the girls, and she is pregnant. The thing is, her only worry is that she's miscarried before, and they try to remain positive about it. Miscarriages come up on the show a lot, and it's interesting that we're talking about this episode in like immediately after we talked about the last Potomac one where they were in New Orleans, and Candace was sort of aggressive with Ashley, insinuating that if you're trying to get pregnant and you're drinking, that doesn't make any sense. Right. So now we have the proof of the pudding that, like, she got pregnant. <laughs> like, Was she drinking after the conception then? I don't believe so. Okay. Yeah, and we see fine. later in the episode she's not drinking. And I was very confused personally because I kind of forgot the timeline of it. Mm-hmm. So I was like, oh, my gosh, she has such a hard road ahead. 
Oh, you thought the, yeah. the New Orleans was after this thing? Yes. So I was like, oh, wow, this is really... T-. And then I went, wait a minute. And I had to kind of see mm-hmm. where I was at. And I was like, oh, okay. Um, I, I, <laughs> and then we'll, we'll touch back on Ashley and Michael in a bit. But we do want to talk about... I was just surprised she's still with him. But we can, well, yeah, we can come let's back Let's wait there. till the, the scene with them and then we'll talk about it. Yeah. yeah I, I have a lot of questions, especially considered even to this day, I believe they are still together. Like so much has happened to that couple because of Michael that I think would wreck any normal relationship, not to say they're abnormal, but... This show is getting extremely real and extremely heavy. I remember having... We'll, we'll get into yeah, it. Yeah, we'll get into it for we'll sure. Let's it. talk about Karen, though. She's driving uh, down the road. She's on the phone trying to plan her La Dame perfume launch party. She's about to launch the perfume of her dreams. She's worked so hard on it. And I wanted to play this little clip because the person that she's talking to, I guess her business manager or her assistant or someone... Sort of sounds like a broke down Alexa, and I wasn't sure if she was a real person. Can we play the clip real <laughs> <Yeah>. quick? <laughs> Hi, it's Karen Huger. How are you? I'm really doing great. How are you doing? I am so excited. Oh my God, we're so excited too. Look, I'd like to put gold up lighting in the room. We can absolutely do that. <laughs> <laughs> Amanda said that Karen looked like a sexy bird in that. That video. I mean, I agree. Karen looks amazing. I think like her. I, I don't know. She just gets better and better with age. I just that that person she was talking to. It was just like very like that was weird. Weird. Like, <laughs> Thank you. How are you doing today? We'd love to do that. <laughs> Anything else, Miss Huger? <laughs> like Stepford wife lady. That is not. That was not filmed at the same time. She definitely. <laughs> You think it was Just re-recorded? Did the receiving end of yes. Yes, and then they were like, "Okay, so what would someone say?" That was a producer just recording into a yeah. mic. Like. Hey, Karen, <laughs> my friend, thank you for calling. After all these years, it's so good <laughs> to plan a party with human friends <laughs> and laughter and smiles, Karen. <laughs> Drive safe. Drive safe. Pull over. <laughs> Stoplight ahead. Stop. Um, so Karen heads to Monique's house. Um, and Monique is in like full Braxton Hicks pregnancy in her confessional. Like, this girl is working. What's this term, this Braxton Hicks pregnancy? I think term? it's just a fake, it's like fake contractions. It's like your body thinks it's going into labor, but it's really not. Oh. So <laughs> I thought she was just giving like a cute nickname. I know nothing of pregnancy, so I really didn't know. What I know name. a little too much about pregnancy. Yeah, you really really know. <laughs> I should know more and you should know less. <laughs> I don't know. But uh, yeah, she was sort of just having like contractions there for a moment, moment while giving her confessionals, which I mean, proud of her. I oh. mean, that's, that's hustling for sure. Wow. Um, and Monique and Karen, they discuss the trip to the Caymans. Karen brings up Giselle being shady, um, but eventually apologizing to Karen. Because remember, Giselle's whole thing about like, you know, Karen's not opening up about the loss of her family and like asking questions about the uh, perfume and yeah. all that stuff. Um, so Karen, you know, she says she'll always remember. She doesn't sweep anything under the rug. And uh, she says it's going to take years and years of therapy for Giselle to ever be right. What is Giselle, like, what does Karen see is, what does Karen think that Giselle's main thing is that she needs to get fixed in therapy? I think <laughs> like, Karen sees what I see, which is Giselle is, like, always on the attack, always on the hunt, always going to figure it out. Mm-hmm. I'm going to figure out what's going on with you. <laughs> 
Karen. For no reason other than to shame or expose. She's all, yeah, I don't know what it is. She's yeah. got like this sleuth syndrome where she just has to always be like, uh-uh. <laughs> what is there? No perfume in the bottle? Like she's always <laughs> on to something. Yes. Detective and that Giselle. Paranoia is probably keeping a lot of people away. It would definitely not jive well with me. No. I would say that because my <laughs> life is pretty private at is times. It, <laughs> is it private? Is it really? Yes, it is very, yeah. Mm, you've done things that have contradicted what you're saying now, but <laughs> I don't know. What's all this thing about you having an Instagram that you want people to reach out to you on? <laughs> At Jay McKenzie. You've said it a few times. I'm on to you. Okay. Mm-hmm. It's getting it's getting dark. Is um, it? <laughs> <laughs> that's when Monique and Karen, they discuss the Ashley situation with Michael for a little bit. So let's... Let's play that clip and let's touch down there for a minute. Mm-hmm. For me, it's important that I had wrapped up all of the drama in the islands with everybody. And Ashley and I had a very heated conversation initially mm-hmm. about Michael. I understand that the charges were dropped. Right. But then Michael takes the Fox 5 and admits that there was contact. She says, well, do you need him to be proven innocent? I said, well, yeah. <laughs> yes, I do. Even if he is or he isn't, you were being real about I was being real. Ashley and I made up in Cayman Islands, but I still have a question mark where Michael is concerned. There's still a big old question mark. Um, first and foremost, I do want to apologize if listeners are getting some cicada bug action in the audio. The doors are closed. <laughs> we're, not in are closed. A, we're not in a field. We're not inviting them in. <laughs> it's just nighttime. Yeah. Um, so <laughs> just take that as, it's sort of soothing. Maybe if you're trying to sleep right now, it'll help you really get there. So. Right, maybe if you're trying to wake up right now, this is giving mm-hmm. you a little bit of a fright. You're getting scared. <laughs> there know. are bugs everywhere. Hold on to that. It is um, what you make of it. So let's let's touch down on the, because they're, they're obviously talking about a big story point in season four of Potomac where Michael was taken to court. I mean, someone pressed charges because Michael allegedly... We, we saw the video. We saw the videotape. We did we it ha- to the, the man audio. holding a camera. One of the cameramen, yes. Um, and Michael, uh, you know, t- t- grabbed his, his butt. And uh, yeah. So, I mean, and Michael uh, was, it was thrown out of court. I don't know if he paid, I don't know anything about the court case, but it, the charges were dropped. That's all we know. They probably dropped the charges because he offered enough money. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's what Karen is, was, is talking about because, you know, her and Ashley are having problems because, you know, Karen is coming from the right perspective, I would say, of. <sighs> we agree again. Your husband is. A, a pure creep. A 100% creep. And is sexually, you know, misconducting around town. Just big dang, because, like, I kind of was pro-Michael in the beginning, I think. Ashley and Michael together, I was pro that whole thing. Well, because in the in the beginning, he was sort of this rich guy, kind that, of like, a kooky guy. Yeah, he would he take would his, really... he'd jump, jump to the pool or whatever. Yeah, I'm going to jump off the boat. I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> Wee. Like just he, like a little yeah. crude or, just, dude. or like when he was like you know like it's my beach house why would I not want I don't care about your wife and scantily clad outfits yeah like, that was fun that kind of thing yeah so. that was a good a good vibe but 
It's it got, dark. It's it dark. Changed. And, you know, I understand Ashley's motivation of, you know, under, you know, probably maybe knowing more about the situation and, you know, wanting to stand by her man. But it's just sort of it's one thing after another, because if it was just this one isolated incident, then I would, you know, we could chalk it's it up. On, to, here's the part to that's crazy. Say. It's like, you know, he's so out of control because that wasn't even well thought out. Mm-mm. You're going to get the guy that's holding the camera. Mm-hmm. Why would you grab his butt? <laughs> Well, and apparently, the guy who according can record to record it easily in high definition. Well, and what Ashley tells us too, she says that uh, in a flashback, she says that he was trying to slide by the gentleman. No, and it was an accident, which I don't believe. Did either. you see the film? Like that yeah. wasn't a slide by moment. And then, uh, wouldn't you say? And I think one of the husbands says this in the reunion. I think that's where I'm getting it from. But wouldn't you say, "Excuse me" mm-hmm. or whatever, if you're trying to get by? Well, and there was case- nowhere to get by. I saw right. the whole. Just everybody. Well, and it's kind of that whole thing. About. You don't have to touch the person's body to get and by them. Yes, that has you know? to stop because guys don't typically do that to their friends, to other male friends. Yeah, right. That lower some back. men Ooh, do. Excuse regardless, me. Regardless, and I'm not. I'm not trying to turn this into a conversation of you know we have to stop it or like yeah, sexual yeah, orientation to- or anything like that. It's just more like if it was one isolated incident, we could call it what it is hearsay or we don't know enough facts or it was thrown out of court. So what, but you had the, the situation with the grinder photo. Oh, we do. Have you to had stop the situation it. with uh, Robin saying, which they flash back to in this episode as well about him saying he wanted to S someone's D. Yeah. And then you have a situation in season five of Potomac current airing where apparently he invited strippers to his hotel room while Ashley has a less than one-year-old child at home. I don't know the logistics of that because it hasn't aired yet. However, I'm just saying there's a lot of stuff that this guy is supposedly doing that he always has to explain himself for or say that's a lie. Now, I say where there's smoke, there's fire. And I want better for Ashley. I'm glad she got her kid, 100%. I know she wanted that. Is that what it was? Maybe. Maybe. Like she got her kid, like she was trying to get that in the beginning and she finally got it. Or shouldn't it be a culmination of love, right? In theory, yes. But I'm saying uh, I don't know what their personal dynamic is. Clearly, they don't have a whole lot of, I mean, there, there's just some tension there. It's weird. It's weird. It's well, weird and, at the doctor's office. While they're talking about, yeah, let's go to the doctor's office because Ashley and Michael head there to get an ultrasound. And Ashley tells us that she and Michael have had the most difficult year together and she says, so having a baby would mean the world to her. I was so curious about that. <laughs> Your face. Jordan looks enraged. <laughs> I have to look away for a second. What were you curious about exactly? What the hell does that mean? That doesn't make any sense. Right. That's Why what I thought, you? too. Yeah. yeah. I was like, okay. But in my head, what registered was the baby will fix the marriage. And it's like, yeah, maybe she's naive enough to think that, but there's no way in hell that could actually be real. Like... A baby isn't going to fix the marriage. In fact, if the marriage is already on rocky terms, it's only going to amplify the problems that were already there. Right, in my now opinion, now y'all are connected for real. For real. well, yeah, I mean, for pretty much now, there's really no way out. There's stakes there now. Yeah, and now there's alimony or not alimony, but like child support potentially if there's a divorce and all this other stuff. Yeah, so now it can get really messy. But um, they begin the exam. Michael starts to cry, and so you know he sees his son and hears the heartbeat, and it's an emotional moment. Like I wanted to cry. Did like, he cry? I almost did. Like it was, but then no. I, did Michael cry? He. I, I think I cried more than Michael did. I didn't see him <laughs> having any type of reaction. He did seem a little like, sh- you know, shooketh by the. Experience. Yeah, but he seemed shook in a way where it was like, oh no. <laughs> you thought it was like That's insidious. What it did look, look like to me. He looked like he was going, oh, shit, she gulped me. 
No more running around, jumping into the pool with the lads. <laughs> no more tussling like. in the mud with me boys. It looks like. <laughs> <laughs> Got a young lad at home. Right. <laughs> Um, no more money on parties. Veering straight into Cockney. Um, snacks and shorts. <laughs> but um, no, I I think he was emotional. I mean, you know that you, it's his kid. He looked anxious as hell. Very, very. Which that. I mean, I guess one would be, but because I mean, it is a lot of money no matter what. But uh, he looked worried. I mean, maybe their financials aren't as good as we're led to believe. Maybe he was just scared of the money pit. I think he was scared of a young child. Because his kids are older. They're in their their 20s and 30s. I think he's scared of being in this relationship because he probably is interested in men. Well, you said it on me. Allegedly. Well, I mean, he's grabbing butts. You're right. Grab butts at things you don't want, right? You're right. I'm not just going to grab a butt just to do it. Like, oops, sorry. (laughs) Woo. Well, I think the, the the qualifier here is just like it really, you know, if if they have a if they have a, an arrangement, you know, where he's openly bisexual with her and he's allowed to do stuff, then that's on them. And he's being messy by letting that get out in the world. But um, yeah, he's got to tighten that up, tighten it up, mm-hmm. yeah, because it's making her look bad. Yeah, you know, if she's in on it, I think that's cool. Yeah, whatever. that's cool. That's a vibe. Yeah, yeah, but we but can't don't, tell also now. don't touch people on un, like unprovoked. That's don't actually bad. Do that at a, party, at a party on somebody's lawn with yeah. other people around. But yeah, the doctor says, you know, it's good news. The baby's healthy. She's due July 2nd. She's excited. I mean, you could tell Ashley, like, this is her prime directive. She wants to be a mom so bad. And she does. She got her wish. It's good. It's good. It is good. Good, good, good. Let's move over to Giselle, though. And Giselle visits her her remodel home. She sort of has a teardown situation where she's trying to, <laughs> I guess, flip it, but but live there. She's not trying to sell it. She wants to move in there. Oh, okay. I had no idea what the hell was going um, on. She says she needs to be there within the next couple months, um, but her coins are getting thin. Because she's paying the contractor and for her old house This did that this- she's living in and for the new house. So it th- sounds like this wasn't quite planned out. Mm-hmm. It sounded like it was Super a rush well. job. Yeah. I don't want to- well, what else would you do? You would probably sell the old house first. Is it cheaper to, I don't know. I'm not a real estate guy. I've never owned property, but if you guys want to make that a reality, go ahead and reach out to me. That's Dr. Rocktopus on Instagram. <laughs> All I'm going to say, and if Giselle, you're listening, I do not want you to take this any kind of a slight way, but it didn't seem to be the same kind of property value that other homes of Potomac that we've seen have. Even if, like, it just seemed like kind of a lower-end remodeled home. The bones look good. The bones were good. The bones were great. It's just, it didn't, to me, it didn't live up to the lifestyle that I was accustomed to. It was just gutted. It was gutted, yeah. There was, I don't think there was anything wrong with the damn house. I'm not saying there was. How dare you? I think it was, it probably was worth a million dollars. Are the bones good or not? <laughs> I'm just saying for that wealthy neighborhood... For that zip code. You don't even have bone vision, do you? <laughs> Look, maybe I can't really tell what the bones are, if they're good or not. I bones don't are priceless. <laughs> I did see the, chip and, the chicken coop, though. Well, that's part of the bones. Uh, <clears throat> <laughs> um, but Robin comes to visit Giselle while she's, I guess, surveying the house and getting stuff ready. Giselle gives her the tour. And like I said, it's a little run down. It's a little haggard, but it's in, it's it's in the middle of a remodel. It's to the bones. <laughs> and I stand by what I said. Okay, so yeah, you're staunchly in support. I mean, I'm sure it looks great I now that it's it done. It does look good. It has good bones. Okay. It's going to be fine. 
And when it's done, it'll be great at, <laughs> at low cost. Robin brings up this little tidbit about how her, Robin and Juan, want to sort of start a new chapter. And Robin is still considering the... Um, the, the the tattoos the the tattoos the tattoos <laughs> you where's Jordan <laughs> I don't know. are you an alien um I just <laughs> what else did you say in a strange way <laughs> the gals yeah <laughs> some sort of time traveler um no the, the her and Juan want to get like tattoos to signify their marriage but it's not a real marriage um <laughs> a tattoo lasts longer than a ring. So where do you stand on? I mean, like, I think um, it's a crazy idea. Because what they end up doing, and we'll talk about it, but they get like little hearts in the inside of their ring fingers. Corny. I want something that's going to naturally complement the shape of my finger. Personally, mm-hmm. it would be a linear kind of cool, maybe like an arrow. Well, and let's Those give the good. let's give the listeners some perspective here because we've talked about Robin and Juan's relationship quite a bit over the the past couple years on this show. Um, Robin and Juan were married once upon a time. They have two little boys, um, and he cheated on her. They got a divorce. And then Juan sort of realized that he needed to still live in the house because he wanted to raise his sons and be there for his family, but not be with Robin. So they were single, but living together for a very long time. And then eventually they decided to be a couple again. And now there might be marriage in the future, but instead of getting rings, they want to get tattoos. Is that pretty accurate from what you'd say? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, some of that I disassociated in the middle of. That mm-hmm. was very, like, soothing <laughs> ASMR for me. It's a lot of ups and downs. <laughs> Whoa. But, yeah, that's correct. Um, and it's just, I have so many question marks in my notes where it says Robin and Ron are doing well. Yeah. Her kids are well-behaved, too. <laughs> yeah, we've had some some interesting What is going on here? Uh. Everything is really kind of, it looks like it's coming together for her. And maybe it's a time heals all wounds situation. Maybe she was right. Are we ready to admit that? I think I might've been wrong and yeah. she was right. I just, I'm so confused with the season of Potomac. It's like everything that these women wanted is being actualized. And they're like, fuck you. I don't care what you think about it. You know, I'm just. And I'm going to make it work. Yeah. This is how it is. This is what I wanted. And look at it go. Yeah. And now what? And I know this bug right outside hears me and agrees with me too. Yeah, they're getting louder. Are <laughs> um, <laughs> they um, agreeing or disagreeing? <laughs> no, I just I think it's great because I think, you know, for in a way, like, you know, it, it for the kids' sake, it's nice to like, okay, well, you know, my I want my parents together in theory, you know, and I think that's cool. Um and the tattoo I, is corny though, right? Corny tattoo, and we'll talk about the tattoo ceremony later. But um yeah. The idea is Pretty corny, I just, I especially want, when it's like money is not that much of an issue for you. Yes, you know it's not like a money thing. It can't be. <laughs> no, no. There, I'm sure Juan has a lot of money from his enough to get a little days. trinket for yeah, the girl, for I the just, gal, <laughs> for the gal. <laughs> I do want to issue a public apology to Robin Dixon though on on Front Street because I've said a lot of mess about how you know. Get out of that relationship, girl. You deserve better. Mm-hmm. Respect Giving yourself. Unsolicited girl. advice her way. Yeah. And uh, if she can make it work with Juan, then shut my mouth. I I'm I apologize. One hundred percent. I want to give a thirty-seven point eight percent apology. Okay. Mine was only like a, ninety-two. Okay. But. Yeah. I want to take a little <laughs> bit back, but I'm still kind of like you got to respect yourself. You got to. Yeah. Yeah. But Robin, clearly, I still worry for you. But I was definitely I'll always have wrong. I was more wrong than right. Mm-hmm. So and hey, for that, that's I'm one sorry. thing that every listener should know. When we're wrong, 
Hey. Call us out. Ooh. Call ourselves out. Well, don't don't cross us too hard. <laughs> <We're> sensitive. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but Robin, do you, girl? I mean, look, if it works, it works. I, who am I to shame? And it's not like Juan is running around touching butts and S and Ds, so Well Is he? I don't know. <laughs> That's he's, the thing. he's definitely touching butts. That's one thing though. If Juan is doing stuff like that, he's good at keeping it under wraps where the world's not finding out about it. Ah, maybe that's kind of a Hollywood thing. <laughs> maybe it is. We might be onto something. <laughs> um, they discuss- oh my gosh, <laughs> there's someone outside. <laughs> <laughs> they discuss uh, Katie, um, who's sort of a an ancillary side character in Potomac. That Interesting comes and goes. look for her these days, yes. by the way. Um, Katie, uh, randomly, during the trip, um, just left. Like when they were at, at the Cayman Islands, Katie just went to her room, packed up and got on a plane and left. Is that, or is that not a whole ass vibe? It is. I mean, she, I think she got in a fight with Ashley, called Ashley stupid, went upstairs and left the trip. So like, <laughs> I, I, I stand Katie. I always have and always will. Here's the thing. <laughs> if the show is not like manufactured drama mm-hmm. and she actually did get into a fight with that girl, <laughs> go ahead and dip. Yeah. What's the point? I'm done. I'm not I'm not gonna what make up with you tomorrow, fake make up with you. <laughs> yeah. You actually pissed me off. <laughs> um so yeah. But so uh, I support that. But then if the show is manufactured drama, and she should have known anyway, she should have stuck in there for the fake apology. Yeah, but what is she getting out of it? She's not even one of the real housewives in quotes. She's just their friend that they let tag along on the trip. So Oh yeah. Huh. Honestly, not anymore? Was she ever? She was only an official housewife season one. Oh. And then since then, she's been just hanging out randomly. So. Oh, that's wild. But yeah, Robin and uh, Giselle discussed the Katie antics and uh, how she completely disappeared on the trip. And then the Shady Sisters, which is what I wrote in my notes, as I called Karen and, or sorry, I called Giselle and Robin the Shady Sisters. Mm, but, um, that's right. <laughs> um, they discussed Karen's LaDom perfume launch coming up. And let's... Uh, Let's play that little clip. Maybe Katie will show up to Karen's event. The reveal of La Dame. The reveal of La Dame. And the, the, the text invite was cute. Yeah, it was basic. It was very basic. Right? <laughs> <laughs> I was trying to be nice. But do we think we're really going to see the perfume? Oh, yeah. Okay. Right now, Karen's acting like she owns La Dame, but... She's talking about investors. She's not answering questions about distribution. So is she just the face of LaDom and somebody else owns LaDom? Give us the truth. Girl, that's a mess. <laughs> um, so Amanda was just rocking out to the transition music of Potomac. It's very like. <laughs> it goes off. Boom, 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 boom. Nothing better than those trumpets and horns, though, from the New Orleans episode. Though, <laughs> those are I incessant. <laughs> I still hear them. But no, we have another instance here of Giselle just trying to get to the bottom of what Karen is up to. Is there investors? Do you w- own LaDame? Is LaDame a thing? I would have never suspected that. Right, unless... That's what makes me think Giselle really does have some paranoia issues. <laughs> Like, what are you even talking about? Maybe that's about? what she needs to touch down in therapy for years and years is really get her <laughs> paranoia honed in. Because that's not where I went at all. I was more concerned that the smell would be weird. Right. But she's like, huh, does she even own it? It's like, I don't know. Why and as a viewer, personally, I don't, exactly, I don't care. Do you? She's clearly getting something money-wise out of it because 
Her face is on it. She might just be the face of (laughs) LaDame. That sounds good to me. What are you the face of, Giselle? (laughs) Oh, well, I get why, kind of, because Giselle has her, like, makeup line that she feels very, like, you know, hoity-toity about because she started it from the ground up and she's, like, 100% owner. Maybe that's where it comes from. She's like, well, I actually don't have investors. I did this myself. And it's like, maybe she thinks Karen is trying to piggyback on Giselle's- I love Shark Tank. Success? A business isn't better or worse because it has investors, to me, right. personally, as a consumer. So she's got to get that out of her head right away. Mm-hmm. In fact, if someone like built a company from the ground up and they don't have anybody else involved, it's usually a bad product. <laughs> 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 Give me that, you know, that good stuff. <laughs> One company does a whole bunch of things. Give me that stuff. Um affordable it's good yeah leave karen alone it's like 100 percent. like what is Yours the deal let her live her business l- isn't better or worse what right. the hell it's so weird um then we move over to candace's house and she's um she's sort of doing a spreadsheet for her financial situation her and her fiance chris, or her husband chris need to develop a, a realistic budget so she can sort of cut the financial cord with her mother. what's the opposite of horny uh, subdued, lazy, squal, squal, I don't know, squalor. That was what that scene made me feel like when she was like pulling up all those spreadsheets. I was mm-hmm. like, ew. But I mean, that's good and responsible. Yes. She's like, man, she's so smart. And that is so boring for yeah. me to well, Like, is that what you are supposed to do? You're first and foremost, don't come out of pocket here, Amanda, because you love a spreadsheet. Mm. You've literally Wait. ran over to this home that Big facts. Big facts. And. Was eager to show me a spreadsheet or two that you I've had created. I've got a couple that. I'd see, like there's that see. Candace energy. There's something going on oh, here. Oh, you're right. And I get all mad. Huh? <laughs> oh, man. I really was disgusted. I was like, oh, how familiar. <laughs> you bitch. <laughs> Candace, um, Candace says her and Chris, um, they want their forever home. They don't want to just, con- you know, keep living in her mom's house and, you know, have that be always hanging over them. But then they give it like they're touring these two point five million dollar homes, and it doesn't really seem like they're able to attain that kind of status. Yeah, he said two point five is a lot. Yeah, it is. <laughs> I can't even shop in that. Ra- I can't even think about anything like that right now. So I found that to be the least relatable. But yeah, more power to him. Good luck. I mean, I'm sure they're well off. I mean, I know he owns a restaurant, which is give or take. But I'm she. I'm sure. We found out last episode we talked about her and was she like worked for the Obamas or something and like we saw a picture of her with Barack Obama in the pageant she's... circuit <laughs> like, yeah so I'm sure that but like I don't I know her mom sort of comes in there too and gives money so and her and her mom have a checkered past we talked a little bit about Dorothy but why um, is her mom coming to the event which the, the Karen Huber event oh yeah uh, we'll get there but let's I mean. I wanted, I, sorry, I just found that so confusing. Well, I think I think her mom kind of likes the the cameras and the flash of the show. I mm-hmm. think. Um, but but she had to be invited. Yes, she did. Because Karen doesn't. I don't think Karen really likes the I'm idea of people curious. coming uninvited. Yes. Maybe Dorothy is testing for the show. I don't know. I don't need it though. It's let's play the clip because Candace yeah. FaceTimes her mom and let's it is play the clip and you you decide you decide because more there is darkness in this relationship and we've whew, let's play it. So we were talking about mortgage and I want to go ahead and make like an official declaration that we're going to be taking over the whole mortgage the first of the year. 
What are your thoughts? Well, Candace, that's great. You know, that place will be your place, basically. Okay. Um, keep it beautiful, keep the maintenance and everything. Yeah. yeah. I, I, I'm proud of you, Maggie. Um, I'm Okay. Okay. Thanks, Mom. And I think you're stepping to the plate and you'll be fine with it. I mean, I've taught you everything. You've seen my life. I've been working for 40 years. Yes, you have. You work very hard. I think sometimes you feel it's it's a competition. No, I've never felt the need to compete with you, a 50-something-year-old woman. And that's all I'm going to say about that. Oh, okay. $1,200 more a month is definitely a small price to pay for my peace of mind, child. Love you, too. Bye. Holy mother of God. Do you see how I control my emotions? Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, Amanda, I gotta say, I mean, look, I know more about this situation than you do, obviously. I mean, Dorothy and her daughter Candace have had a checkered history of blow-ups, and I mean, at one point, her mom literally hits her with a purse. It's just a mess. Like, they have trauma and bad bad things there, and I think money has a lot to do with it. But then, I mean, I just want to touch on one topic here. The whole mortgage, $1,200? That's all that... Like, I feel like Candace could have easily taken that over a long time ago. What was she paying before? Nothing. Or no, I think it was half. I think the mom was paying half the mortgage. She was paying 600 buckos a month? No, I think, um, I would say what's 2,400 total is the mortgage, I would say. Oh, so, okay, got it. So now she's taking on another 12. I mean, that's what it's led to believe. That's fine. I think that's fine for her. I mean. That has to be fine. Yeah. Is that how much that kind of stuff costs? I mean, it's a—it's not a huge manse that they live in, but it's a townhome. I think we got to start shopping. <laughs> and I mean, a twenty-four hundred dollar mortgage for that kind of in that area code—that's I mean, really code, nice. Great. So I mean, to I'm me, just, personally, I'm just shocked so I understand why her mom would be frustrated. <laughs> but her mom is so shady and not straightforward that you cannot be on her side. I well, can't be. I. What I, the hell? <clears throat> you immediately start with keep it nice. <laughs> Which means the subtext yes. of that is you're probably going to be messy and nasty. Mm-hmm. So don't forget because you're also <laughs> stupid. Keep it nice. <laughs> and then when she says, oh, I think you'll really step up. Subtext is you've never stepped up before. You're not really on the type a, of step up. kind. You're of not guy. really yeah. that kind of person. So I know that something miraculous will happen. And by the grace of God, you'll handle this one. I know you're not ready. Well, and <laughs> you will be. Don't worry. Not to spoil the ending, but flash forward, they do this like flash forward to the future at the end of the episode. And apparently Candace and her mom are no longer speaking and they only communicate through Chris, Candace's husband. So it's very like, I don't know what the child, I mean, I do know, I do know, so, I do know some stuff. I mean, I know that, you know, Candace's father left them when she was little and like, her mom has a lot of trauma about that. I think the money situation is clouding their relationship because maybe Dorothy feels like she's sort of taking Care of Candace a little too much, and her, you know, she just got married. Whatever, it's this whole. She thing. shouldn't be because Candace should be getting money from this show, right? And a so good hefty portion. Too. I would be a little confused too. Yeah. 
I don't know. Maybe I don't know where to fall here. Mom's trying to get money on from the show too because she's Maybe. like Facetime me. But also, I don't on really the laptop like- if you want to talk to me. <laughs> She did. While you're she, filming. You know that was a demand, that she needed to be visible Don't on camera. Don't me on your phone. Mm-mm. <laughs> I'll be in my on office. the biggest Hair done. screen <laughs> you have. No, I just, I, but the I also. The background was just like dark pressed wood. It was <laughs> like, like photography. <laughs> well, and her mom lives in Atlanta too, so that's like a whole, like, that's like, she's really doing oh. work to be a part of the show. Like, mm-hmm. Or maybe she's going to be. A part of the Atlanta crew. I one day. wouldn't be too upset, but I don't know. That I would to, actually be. I'll, I'll see her side. I'll see her side. I'll see. But her I side. don't. I do. I really don't like how cold and dismissive her mom is of Candace either. It is disgusting because that is something it's that yeah. I don't really feel like is good for any son or daughter to hear. Like no matter how messy the trauma was, I feel like anytime a a, a, a parent is that dismissive. And that just inherently coy. cold. Coy and cold. Yeah. A cold coy. <laughs> Flapping about. <laughs> I just don't like it. And I, I just, I know that like Candace is, Candace considers herself, you know, strong and independent and tough minded and, you know, stands by her opinions. But like, I, I can only assume that she feels like very hurt inside. And I don't like that. I don't want yeah. you to feel like that. Sorry. Yeah. I agree. You're the parent. Why do you have, you, like. Yeah, a competition? Yeah. Oh, yeah. She said that, like, she feels like Candace just tries to make it a competition. And Candace was nice and shady right back, saying a mm-hmm. 50-something-year-old. I caught that on the second yeah. go around. Didn't even know like, how old her mom was. I don't know how old my mom is. 50-something. <laughs> I don't care. I know it's in the 50s range. <laughs> that is rude. That's mad rude. It's just. I, I know how, how old my mom is. Kind of. I know how old my mom is, but she had an easy birthday, so I'm lucky. But I know exactly when my mom's birthday is, but I can't do good. the math. You're halfway there. I'm, I'm doing good. You just have to do the math. Just give me a few minutes, mommy. <laughs> um, <laughs> I'll never miss it. No, I just I I do hope and pray that their relationship gets to a point of stability and healthiness. But I didn't really like the look this week. Didn't really care for it. No, her mom's trying to hurt her. I yeah. don't know why. Her mom's just being a meanie. Her mom is trying to hurt her. Um, we move over to Karen and her assistant, Matt. Uh, and they're looking at jewelry and outfits for her big Ladon perfume launch. And uh, she wants this perfume reveal to answer all those burning questions the other ladies have, a.k.a. Giselle. <laughs> she wants to sort of put Giselle in her place, I think. Yeah. And uh, whether she um, whether she manages to do that or not it's, remains to be seen. But she does, you know, dance around in a pretty dress and she gets a, you know... A, Fun little party out of it. So. It's, it's a tight dress indeed. Mm-hmm. She's feeling herself in it, though. It's thin and tight. Mm-hmm. I think Karen has a great potty. It is. It's good, but I just couldn't even. Whew. That's like <laughs> naked. That's yeah. like being naked. Something that thin and tight. Mm-hmm. And you got the mic on you, too, so you oh. got extra tension. <laughs> Usually in the gut area. Usually. I, look, I didn't see much that gut wasn't from Karen. An, that was not an all-night outfit for me. So oh, I no, that's think a, that's kind of why she did do a little change. Mm-hmm, she did. She that did. confused me so much. <laughs> but the change, oh. Spectacular. She should have just worn that all night, if we're talking fashion right now. If we're talking fashion. You're if talking about the, the, the moment from the, the party. The second, yes. Mm-hmm. The second dress she wore. I love that oh. where... Take me away. Like, even at a wedding, which is where it's, like, sort of, but, like, I like it even better when it's at a different, like, a, at a just a random event, a random party. Yeah, can where the we host normalize that? just completely does an outfit and hair change. Can we just like, do that? Yeah. 
I'm going to do it next time we're allowed to gather. Yeah. Um, I'm going to, you know, host people in my home. And then at midway, about an hour in, I'm just going to flounce down my stairs in oh. a completely different look. Oh, hello. <laughs> I'm different now. <laughs> um, we move over to Robin and the fam, and she goes to the tattoo shop to get their, her and Juan's official finger matrimony love tattoos. And uh, I pulled the clip, so let's play it. Corey, come here. I was trying to find pictures of tattoos that I thought would speak to me and daddy's relationship. And the reason why we're putting it on our ring finger is because ring fingers represent commitments to one another. Right? That's right. Our boys, they know that Juan and I are divorced. So now it's, when are you getting married? And them seeing us do this together shows them they don't have to worry. We have a trade-off. I get the tattoo, you give Corey and Carter a baby sister. What? <laughs> That's a really big trade-off. That's a good idea? You like that? I like that. Yeah, I like that trade-off. Not happening. How are you? A couple things I want to touch on here. First and foremost, have never seen those boys more well-behaved Crazy. in a setting. They're doing well. Now, was that's time, different than the dentist's office? When we saw the them in the dentist's office, let me offer this to you: Are they more rambunctious when it's just them and their mom? Ooh, I hope not. Because Juan was there today, mm. and maybe he's more of a disciplinarian. Maybe like because you know, I mean, I, I don't value or allow spanking. I don't think I'm going to spank my kids, but I was threatened as a child. I will spank you in public. Well, it you think that's what he's saying? To I don't know. He could just have a vibe where he's like, I don't play that shit. They're a little too old to spank, though. I think. Well, yeah, then it's just the one's assault. like twelve, like, and he he seems so serious. He looks like he's ready to go, like do his homework. Like he's he didn't he, really talk much. He, he has a Zoom shy. meeting in forty five yeah, minutes he that he needs to be connected for. So hopefully the Wi Fi is good there. Yeah, the young one is a little more, you know, wide eyed and f- he looks like he just wants to get into trouble. Yeah, but, but not too bad. Not too. He's still holding back. <laughs> he's like already had his wild years. Yeah, I'm, I'm I'm interested to see the development. He's engaged. Yes, but he's careful. Um, <laughs> so yeah, the boys have never been more well behaved. Uh, and you know, uh, look, don't lose your luster, kids. You know, you're kids for a reason. Be crazy. Nah, okay. grow up fast. <laughs> Get ahead of the curve. It's gonna. It's crazy out there. Get a head start. <laughs> um, <laughs> I like. I do like the idea that you brought up while we were watching it. That Robin was just googling pictures of hearts to, to detail. Yeah, her she finger. said I was looking up. <laughs> A tattoo idea that would symbolize that we were together. And they settle on two hearts that are connected, which is the most obvious thing to me, personally. Um, what was she looking up? <laughs> what did she find? Well, and the design that she settles on, I got to say, I mean, it wasn't the it, most, like... I mean, I get it has to be small to fit on that little inside of your finger. When they put it on, it looked like but, it had been there for years. <laughs> It looked washed out immediately. Like that's just something, yeah. That we should, yeah. It just looked, it looked dated. I was so confused. That's what she chose. Look, and I'm not going to shame the tattoo thing too much because it could be fixed. Yes. Well, fix it. <laughs> that's why I'm not going to do do too much more on you. But I mean, um, just go ahead and fix it. Do a different design. That was not. I know. I know. Juan's ultimatum or his like uh, his uh, bra or whatever his trade off was more main, mainly said in jest, but um, I don't think they should introduce another child. Oh, she dynamic. has to birth him a daughter? <laughs> to the kingdom? <laughs> birth me one golden-haired daughter. <laughs> and on the eve of her 18th birthday, <laughs> she'll prick her she finger. She will spin a loom of twine, <laughs> golden hair of mine, mine kin, 
The sin she, is she's within. She's lose her hair. Her patience will wear thin as a scrap of paper. Or as the hair waft as a dandelion blown in the wind. Um, I don't believe that she'd introduce a third child into this dynamic. What do you think? Go for it. Okay. Go crazy. See how they I'm do always it. wrong with Robin. <laughs> yeah, you're, you're right. You're taking a and different so tactic now I here. just have to, <laughs> to switch it around. Just like I did for the quiz. Yeah. Go for it. Go okay. stupid. Go crazy. Do all the stuff. Um, Robin goes first to get her tattoo, and it's her first tattoo ever. Um, and like we said, it's like a little small. It is? Yeah, that's what she says. I didn't catch that. Um, and Ooh. Juan, who has yeah. quite a few tattoos, is kind of a wimp about it. So. Yeah. Pain tolerance, they say, is different for women. You're right. No, you're 100% right about that. That's so. just facts. <laughs> um. And that's when they FaceTime Giselle to show off their tattoos. And I like Giselle's commentary on the whole situation. So I did want to play that really quickly as well. Mm-hmm. Let me show her now. Hi. Hi. You're like, we, this is what we settled on. Okay, what does it say? I can't really see. It's just, it's two hearts. Two intertwined oh. hearts. Oh, I love it. <laughs> okay, Yes. The tattoo is on the ring finger. Love that. However, it's on the inside of the finger. So you can't really see it unless you know it's there. If you really are committed to Robin, put a ring on it. So that will tell all the other hoes out there, back up. Yes. Yes. (laughs) I mean, Giselle makes a... Very good point, I must say. I mean, look, at the end of the day, Ron has dipped his toes into the ponds of other women. And, and are you doing the Giselle <laughs> Put a ring on it. Um, Put a ring on it. <laughs> the weird emphasis on different toes. Cheetah, cheetah, pumpkin, eater. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Whoa, bars. <laughs> um... But yeah, I mean, look. I, I couldn't have said it better myself. Um, yeah, I agree with Giselle this time, yeah. Yeah. Because you're right. I mean, it, it's a nice gesture, for sure. I like how sneaky shady they get. <laughs> I wouldn't even catch on to it if she did it to me. Where it's like, oh, the little questions she asks. I can't see I can't it. I can't see it. <laughs> I'd be like, oh, it's just right here. And she'd be like, oh, okay. So that it's going to tell all the hoes Good. to... Stay away, right, Juan? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Interesting. Not wrong. Too She's sharp. not wrong. Too sharp. Um, we move over to Ashley and Michael. They're at home, and they're getting ready for her mom to visit. I love this scene for wild reasons. Um, she wants to give her mother the good news about her little bundle of joy. And so they're going to do a little yoga class, and Ashley wants to put like these little blue stickers all over her stomach that say, I am pregnant. And... Um, I saw this going wrong with the second I saw it. Uh, her mom arrives with a mysterious <laughs> a mysterious sprained wrist. I don't know what that was about, um, but I hope hope her mom's doing okay. Maybe too, too much strenuous yoga isn't a good thing right now. I don't was know. Was it the right hand? It was the, her right hand, yeah. Too much clicking. <laughs> get off that damn internet. <laughs> How do I get my daughter pregnant? <laughs> I need a grandbaby. Doing that over and over again. Stop doing that. Um, they start doing yoga and, um, also Ashley has an effortless high ponytail and I'm very jealous of it in the scene. Uh, yeah. Loved it. Yeah. I mean, Ashley's a gorgeous gal, mm-hmm. but, <laughs> but man, that was good. 
It was a good ponytail. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and also, I just want to say about this scene, and feel free if listeners, go back and watch this. Watching Michael do yoga is not my kink at all. Like, he is, it's like. getting worse with time. <laughs> I just kept expecting, like, loud farts to come out or just him to be moaning. It was just, it wasn't. He looked gelatinous. Yes. Unstable. And maybe that isn't his workout preference. Maybe, you know, Ashley does the yoga. He's to more a jump off a diving board. <laughs> just do a couple lips. Have you ever done that? <laughs> Go do a couple lips and uh, maybe do some water polo. <laughs> Not lips. <laughs> You're good. You're good. Um, meanwhile, all of Ashley's tummy stickers are coming undone because she put her sweater over the tummy to like hide it from her mom, and and thus the world. <laughs> it was just one for all like, time. Yeah, it was one. Um, Foible after another. Yeah. With Michael on the floor doing yoga. And then the mom really getting into the yoga, being like, so we breathe now, right, Ashley? We do breathe. She fell for it. (laughs) Yeah. And that's what made me know that I'm ready to become a yoga instructor. Uh (laughs) You've gotten, you you pretty much heard what you needed to hear. I'm not going to give anybody a sample because people might be driving, Mm -hmm. but I'm ready. (laughs) Just like I was ready to become a. Love counselor. A, li- a life coach, love yeah, counselor. Life yeah, life coach, love counselor. I-, I can do it all now. I'm ready. <laughs> yeah. Um, but Ashley's plan B is to just go pee on a stick and hand it to her mom. So she does it that way. Gross. <laughs> a little and gross. Different. <laughs> maybe put it in a plastic bag for your mom. And maybe, I know this isn't going to get the grand effect, but just say, Mom. Guess what? Yeah. We're pregnant. Oh, my God. You're so basic. <laughs> like, is that no. not good? Uh, <laughs> You have Go to, do to this an w- exotic pet store, find a rare canary, <laughs> send it into a coal mine. If it returns on the umpteenth day, that is when you will know that it is time to tell. And your mom will be there. She will see the bird. She will see the bird fluttering about in the and darkness. she will know what and it she means. She will know what it truly means <laughs> when you send her the letter describing your version of the events, which will say... A small thing was born. It flew into the darkness. What does this mean? To figure it out, I have the key. She'll take the key. Now, that's when the father comes in because he has to mine the key. He has to get a key made. It's the whole thing. Um, and remember, they can't see each other the whole But the time. father-in-law is the first one. Not the father, you know. We call him the father for the purpose of the ritual. And this is all the gender reveal kind of thing. It all and it's gets, an Australian thing you'll pick yeah, up on it. it gets bundled together. Um, it takes a few months. I will say it was really touching to see her mom and Ashley just really overjoyed. and Because her mom was excited. Even it was good. She was handed a peace stick. and Yeah, it was like, genuine excitement. Yeah. I feel like my mom wouldn't care. She'd be like... Mm-mm, I spat you out. That's, a, that's <laughs> my that's my impression of you, mom. I don't believe that to be the case. <laughs> it's true, really. Yeah, she would not be disgusted. She'd be like, ah, eh, whatever. Oh, you're talking about if she was handed. If a I gave stick. her a stick. Oh, yeah. No, I don't. I'm not expecting the mom to be like that, disgusted by the peace stick. I mean, I just thought it was a little it, gauche. Weird. Yeah, gauche. Yeah. Yes, it was gauche. Um, then we move on to the main event of the night: the big La Dame. Perfume fragrance reveal party. Yes. Um, with a full-on cardboard cut out of Karen, I which I love. Karen loves Karen. Like that yeah. is cannot be said. Cannot be said more. Like she did it right. Um, and all the girls are getting ready for the night. Um, including Candace and her lovely mother. This is a very short clip, but I it's more put it put it in the the bank of the evidence that we have that their relationship isn't doing great. Mm. Let's play it. 
Now let's tie this a little bit more. I'll, I'll do it. Okay. I know why you're acting like a little bitch today, but whatever. Did you catch that? You caught that? Yeah, I gotta say, I mean... <laughs> Uh, that was a quick just blatantly calling that, your daughter a little bitch. <laughs> like, yeah, <sighs> abusive mom, bad mom. Um, I will say though, in that clip, as dark as it was, and I like that I, uh, I almost called her Amanda. I liked that Candace. <laughs> okay, had, <laughs> now we gotta now we gotta corral you. Now we I'm gotta glad get that you Candace back clocked it and talked to the camera guy and said, "Hey, just know she's acting acting a fool over there. So just know that it, that was her, not me." Like, why is she so mad? I don't know. She might be jealous. Maybe the mom is jealous. Maybe she's the one who's seeing it as a competition. It's crossed my mind. I mean, woman of a certain age. uh, Wouldn't you be like, that's my daughter? Any any success is my success. Yeah, like, look what I raised, you know, this powerhouse. And I love her so much. Mm -hmm. Maybe she's incapable of love. I think they both have. Um, I don't know. I'm not a therapist, but I just, I don't I think you should call your daughter to, a bitch. Okay. Just saying it. I would love to just crack that brain. And <laughs> I mean, I'm not a therapist either. I would just love to ask all these questions. But that is the <laughs> irony of it all. Candace's mother is a therapist. So what? yes, <laughs> I have to go. I got to get out of here. She is a therapist. I'm running late for an appointment. Can you imagine? Like, so she knows how to mind warp Candace. I guess so. And has probably been manipulating her for a long time. Since early childhood development. Mm. <laughs> I will say, though, Candace looked so very good. In that crazy leopard jumpsuit. It was like suit. a leather jump. No, not leopard print jumpsuit. Yeah, she did look good Oof. in that uh, Cheetah Girls, whatever the heck. Candace's style. She can wear whatever she wants. Is banging. Yeah. Like, I, I will say. She's bringing stuff back. Giselle style, not for me. But Candace, Giselle's is dusty. No, but Giselle's gorgeous. I'm not saying anything. Yeah, like, Giselle could wear any of the outfits that Candace is mm-hmm. wearing, you know, and she's how many years her senior? Yeah. She could wear any of those outfits and right. look just as banging, mm-hmm. but Candace knows what to pick. Yeah, and Candace is more petite than Giselle. She's much a little shorter, but. She's shorter, but, I mean, shit, long legs Oof. are not a disadvantage mm-hmm. in the fashion industry. She she would do Candace, just fine. Candace could literally be a stylist. She's so good at styling herself. Oh, man. Candace, send me your. Close, <laughs> please. Um, everyone starts arriving to the party. Karen is. <laughs> I assume her identity. <laughs> <laughs> you start tweeting her and Instagramming her and stealing her pictures. And, <laughs> hey guys, just filming with the girls. Like <laughs> just hanging out. Is something different, Jordan? Call me Candace again. <laughs> it's funny when you do. It's funny when you call her Amanda and me. <laughs> um, <laughs> super weird, like uh. Freaky Friday situation develops, whatever. Um, everyone starts arriving. Natural, yeah. Karen is a. Uh, ooh, Karen's doing all of her um her hugs and kisses, and Katie arrives also to some confused faces because everyone's like, "Oh, I forgot about her." <laughs> like Katie's here, and like she's she so looks elusive. Different. I I guess she, I mean she looks different from season one for sure. For me, yeah, yeah. Um, Robin and Giselle just hope that Karen isn't going to. Waste their time and not have any product to show. They don't want to go to a perfume launch and have no perfume. And that's that unhinged thing yeah. again. That weird sicko thing that Giselle does. What's wrong with her? I don't get it. And Robin's co-signing all of Giselle's little antics. And it's like, I don't- Well, Robin was paranoid and then right. Mm-hmm. So she might sense a little bit of kinship with Giselle. But unfortunately, Giselle doesn't know that there's nothing there. There's nothing there there, yeah. Or- 
maybe sometimes Giselle's right, but if you're always searching, sometimes you're going to be right. Well, and I think it all has to do she with- She just has to stop. <laughs> I, I think she's literally just obsessed with proving that just, that Karen is like a fraud. That, you know, she's not rich. She's not and you remember happy I in her marriage. About she's, the, the struggle of power between those two women mm-hmm, and yes. who is the true head of the group. Right. And they've always had that dynamic. The one that doesn't make that much noise, Karen, I told you. It's like, oh, I think Karen's in charge. Yes, she is. I told you 100%. once, you know, they had that weird little thing at the coffee shop. Right, yes. I was like, oh, that's who it is forever. Mm-hmm. Forever. Forever. Until she's off the show, that's it. It's Karen. And like we talked about, Sharice thought it was her. Mm-mm, not Sharice. Giselle wants it to be her, not Giselle. It's Karen. You can't beat the nickname, the Grand Dame. The Grand Dame. And, you know... I've never given her credit for that, but. Look, now we've said it. It's true. Now we've said it. It's damn ass true. Um, at one point, Karen tells Ashley uh, something that I, does not aged well. At one point, Karen tells Ashley, point blank, I think I have corona. Um, <laughs> meaning. <laughs> I thought I heard that. <laughs> I thought I heard that. Um, obviously intending it. The beer. I feel like in the in the beginning, I think everybody was kind of kicking that around. Well, and of course, Ashley's favorite beer is Corona. They've talked about it. That's what she yeah. to drink. Before it ever came over here, everyone was like, ah, who knows if it's real? Right. Who knows how bad it's going to I'm just saying, just hearing the, the words come out of Karen's lives. mouth, knowing full well the context yeah, of what that was said. Yeah, that's not. I think I have Corona. Oh, gosh. <laughs> triggered. What? A- <laughs> Little Triggered. You're making it worse. (laughs) (laughs) Ashley opts uh, for water, though, and uh, she doesn't want to tell the ladies about her pregnancy just because it is a little too soon to start announcing pregnancies publicly, but she just doesn't, hasn't been very supportive. No one has been very supportive of her, Michael, in the past year, which to me, I say, look, I I, I would say I support Ashley, but I don't support her husband. It's weird that they're together. Yeah. Still. I agree. That's how I feel. Because they never really, um, there was that disconnect between the two of them, and it didn't manifest in the way that I thought it would, which was, I thought he would be more mature, mm-hmm. and she would be with the shits, and right. not one to, you know, Young actually girl focus, yeah. but she was actually trying to start a lot of business ventures, and start having a kid, and, you know, try to do all these things, and he's like, I kind of just would have great boots. <laughs> that was a bad impression, but you get the idea. Right. I, I mean, look, she's always been the one that's sort of been championing their relationship, wanting it to succeed, you know, going into the restaurant business with him or, you know, just defending him carte blanche after every single allegation. After a certain point, you got to think, damn, I've tried and I just can't win here. You know, like he is making. Or it could be that thing that you said earlier, that secret thing. Where they have some sort of well, if that's the case, then she needs to come out and admit it because the cat's out of the bag. If that's the case, it's already been known. Well, no, then what if it's some sort of secret, super sexy thing where you really like a secret society? Yeah, you can't tell anybody. (laughs) The Freemason kind of thing. I don't know. I mean, look, (laughs) are the Freemasons into butt grabbing? At the end of the day, her husband was sent to court. Charges were brought upon him. He's a bad guy for sexually assaulting. Another human being. In the broad light of day. In the broad light of day. Couldn't it fucking help If that's not enough to at least go to serious, like, couples therapy to get this man help, then I don't know. I mean, I I would be the type of person to leave him that day, whatever, but not everyone's like me. Um, Something needs to be addressed here. And maybe they're doing it behind the scenes. Like I said, we only get to see a snippet snippet of their lives. I understand that. 
but he publicly was but dragged into court. But the snippet we saw was recorded yes. by the man <laughs> that he harassed. Yes. So. And look, I stand with victims. I don't stand with rich guys trying to get out of court. And trying it's, to grab butts. You know, trying to grab bathrooms. No one says organically, hey, whoa, don't do that. Yeah. No one says that. Yeah. Unless something happened. And he boyishly just says, oh, sorry, mate. Sorry, mate. I wasn't doing that. Didn't know you didn't like that. <laughs> Maybe you'll like it later. That's just how we try to test each other. <laughs> see if we want to go, you know, out to the hole around Vic. Yeah. And, <laughs> sorry, in Australia we do it differently. <laughs> <laughs> I, okay, you know what? We got to go. <laughs> we we got to go. go over there. We're going to do a live show in Australia. Yeah. Everyone hates us there, I know. Um, I hope not. I hope not, I, I stand, y'all. <laughs> hey, I've been working on this impression, too. Um, Robin yeah, and- I was going to say, you're going to have to <laughs> speak for me. <laughs> public apologies. Robin and Giselle arrive to the party, and Robin sees Katie, who is curiously acting totally oblivious to the fact that she did dip out from that trip. Like, Katie is acting like- What's the big deal? Oh, like, she's on drugs. Yeah. You think? Not in a bad, not hard The drugs. D word, as they say. The D word. <laughs> she may have just been on like a couple anti-anxiety. She mm-hmm. was floating around. She seems to be the, the anxious type. Yeah, I can yeah, see Yeah, she was her. just like different than I've ever seen her. Mm-hmm. She's so now dude. like, eh, well, hey, I'm here. <laughs> oh my gosh. Oh, <laughs> I'm not the center of attention right now, but that's okay. It was just like... <laughs> She was just settling in. I like very I, gel- like I hate to say gelatinous again, but <laughs> this was a jelly episode. I don't know what to tell you. She just kind of fit into the mold yeah, and just did. kind of sat there, and it sucks because like I feel like in a Jersey or a trashy Vanderpump or a more dynamic kind of bombastic mm-hmm. type, anyone guest starring and traveling there is going to make the most of it. Right? They're going to be Definitely. like. Squeeze everything out of that lemon. Yeah, yeah. They're gonna be like, "Oh, I'm here, and you offended me <laughs> once upon a time. You're not gonna get away with it. That's what I'm here for. I know the truth, sweetie. Yeah, it's one of those usually, yeah. right? <laughs> yeah, Katie. I don't think Katie really cares. I think you know her bread and butter isn't really with the show. She's just like, "Hey, if my girlfriend's gonna invite me to the Caymans, I'll go. But if I don't want to be there, I'm just gonna leave. I don't care." Hey, I'm here now. Like, I'm having the party. I'm here Look, now. You haven't I don't know where I'm going after this, but I'm here now. Like, I'm here now. What do you want? <laughs> I like that energy. Do you want to talk about it? No? Cool. That's <laughs> cool. good. Whatever. Um, I'm going to go smoke a joint. Do you want to Like, come? what no. is wrong with it? <laughs> <laughs> um, there's just one bottle. I love this moment because there's just one bottle of perfume in the room, and it's in a glass case. This is the best moment. And Karen won't let anyone touch it until the big reveal. So it's when, when we say this is a perfume launch, it is. Um, but there's, only, I think they've only created one bottle. I think that's evident. You don't know Giselle. I don't know. <laughs> don't be a paranoid Giselle. Don't be a little scared Giselle out on the plains looking for a lion. But yeah, Giselle is trying to like get there like a little kid. Like, ooh, can I open it? Ooh, can I touch it? Ooh, can I smell it? And Karen's like, Karen knows what Giselle's doing. That's the funny thing. Well, Karen's why would not- you, here's how it is encapsulated. It's like a little glass dome over mm-hmm. a bottle. Right. Common sense and good manners would tell you, oh, that's not for my touching right mm-hmm. now. I'm not supposed to open that. I'm a guest at this event. Mm-hmm. Let me you continue think. to, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're not going to be able to open that. You're not going to be able to do that. That's not, it's the event. It doesn't mean she's hiding something. Right. It means you're not the one to reveal the perfume <laughs> right now. It will be I'm revealed. I'm glad you're excited. <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> that's how I feel. <sighs> Um, but the time eventually does arrive, though. The big reveal is coming. 
Karen's Karen has these young gold encrusted female models and to sort of they come out to spritz all the girls with the perfume. Um such a strange reveal. <laughs> so weird. So there are only two of them. Two models, yeah. Uh, and think of like gold leaf. It was like gold body paint, gold but body not paint, good yeah. quality. It just wasn't sticking everywhere. I don't know. Um, and they're sort of you know giving people little samples and spritzing them. And the girls. Why are you doing the holy? <laughs> <laughs> but what is that? That baptism thing? The, the oils. Yeah. <laughs> Jordan's kind of gesticulating his wrist in a way that looks blessed. Um, it. I mean, it was a, sort of a holy moment though, because this is Karen's big. You know, yeah. Perfume reveal. This is her time, and the girls, for the most part, like the smell. Let's let's play their opinions of the the scent. Let's go. Uh, oh, it smells good. Oh, yes, yes. In my mind, I'm about a good 32, 35, tops 36 years old. But after I got sprayed down. I'm about 73, 74. I became a grandma. My mom will love it. Mm-hmm. Karen, this smells so good. It smells good. It smells really good. The LaDom scent is a signature scent for all women. It is sexy. It doesn't yell your name when you come to the door, but it follows you. Can I buy what? some tonight? I love consumer demand. You're going to find okay. out. Stage show. Sure. announcement. Okay. Okay. It, is, it smells good. I wear it on Thursdays. Thursdays is my old lady day. <laughs> right before the weekend. <laughs> you know, Ooh, okay, so we got... Look, I haven't smelled it yet. So I don't know if they were being shady, mean nasty, na- nice nasty, or if uh, if it really did smell like old old lady perfume. Now, I, 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 I don't want to agree with them only because Karen is of a certain age... And maybe she is gravitated towards certain scents. Um, Her description of it, Jordan. <laughs> it doesn't announce you as you walk in the room. It probably is dusty. You're right. <laughs> <laughs> but is that bad? For her target audience, is that bad? It, I mean, she's moving numbers. It's mm-hmm. fine. That's yeah. what they tell us at the end of the episode. Spoiler alert. <laughs> um, but, because <laughs> who cares? But... <laughs> She's moving units. We don't have to worry about her. Right. So we can say what we want to say about the perfume, right. which is, it's probably dusty. <laughs> For Ashley and Giselle to both be like. Independently of each other. Yeah. Independently. <laughs> For different, you know, Giselle has her little sneaky reasons and she's a little mm-hmm. kooky. But for Ashley to be like, oh, my mom would like it. <laughs> you know, everybody else declined. To right comment. to comment, yes. That's what that means, right? Because otherwise, it'd be like <laughs> they would have showed it. Actually, a very good smell. It was fruity. It was, you know, there were no notes, no floral notes. And when I shop for like a perfume or something, they'll tell you what it smells like—vanilla, cinnamon, right. whatever, you know, what have you. But for them to be like, "Oh, it smelled good." Well, and I was. There, by the way, all of them are excellent fakers. I would never survive in that friend group. Oh, for sure. No, I mean, the way Karen, I mean, sorry, the way Giselle and Robin were just gassing up Karen, be like, it smells good. You would have Karen, you really did it. Such a vulnerable moment. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're showcasing something you worked so hard. You worked with so many, you know, people that know the industry better than you, and you, this is what you created, and you're putting out For the them world. to be like, one smell. 
Yes. And then to come back for another one. Mm-hmm. Ooh, it smells good. What a scam. Mm. Um, but are they wrong for it? No. No, I mean, that's part of the game, you know? Nice lie, yeah. And Karen Huger, if you are listening, feel free to send the Housewives Historians a free little sample so that you can prove us wrong. Yeah. We're just talking about some that what people said about the scent. We haven't even sm- smelled the scent yet. So. Yeah, I'd love to smell it. Yeah. I just don't have any money. And we still don't know where you sell it, but we'll figure that out soon enough. Bloomingdale's. Um, Giselle tells Karen she's very proud of her. And Karen accepts that, but she knows they're frenemies. Karen's very, like, real about the situation. She knows Giselle is going to be Giselle, and Karen's going to just clock her everywhere she goes. And I think that's a valiant effort. I think Karen's not a dummy. I mean, that's exactly who they are. They're Um, just those kinds of people. Yeah. And then we get into the Ashley of it all because Giselle and Robin sort of notice that Ashley isn't pounding back Coronas. And they ask if Ashley is the P word, pregnant. Let's play our final clip of the night. Don't say that word. Is this um, water or is yeah. this? Yeah, no, it's water. Okay. Are you pregnant? What? No, no, it's just an overall detoxifier. And so, you know. Yeah, that's good to see. Ooh, Ashley, girl, you are not fooling a person. She's pregnant. Because that prenup about to run out, honey. What was it, five years? Yeah, she got that. She slid that baby right on there. Michael can go do what he want to do. Ashley said, I'm going to get my little baby in here. Make sure I got money to feed my baby. Yes. Um, I will I will say this. Um, Giselle as, you know, sort of on God the side damn. shady. Here's the thing. She is not wrong. She's just right. <laughs> yeah. But if you're always looking and you're smart, mm-hmm. you're going to be right sometimes. Yeah. But you just got to give yourself a break. <laughs> that's what. I, that's my argument for her. Just, just tone get, it you, down. You have to relax. Choose your battles. Find something you want to do. Yeah. Do that. Don't just do everything that comes on your plate because there's a lot of fucked up shit. Mm-hmm. You know, just. Everyone's got a secret. <laughs> yes. Yes. It's all bad. Just as you thought. <laughs> but maybe now you can just kind of do what you want to do. Just kind of focus on that. Like. I just worry for her more than anything. Yeah, I mean, because we've kind of already talked about that. That's probably the case with this whole pregnancy <laughs> thing. I mean, I'm sure it happened organically. I'm sure, like, it wasn't completely planned, right? Or, I don't know. It's not I, my business, and I'm glad she got the baby, but. I don't care as much as Giselle does. But Giselle cares so much, yeah. She is so good at figuring everything mm-hmm. out. I can't even keep up. But also, Ashley is a really bad liar. Like, if I was having oh, that conversation with Ashley, good I mean, God, yeah, Jesus. No, what? What? I'm what? <laughs> no, it's a detox. It's a detox. Just thing. general detoxify. Getting all the yeah. All I do the that. Not, all the not baby stuff out. Yeah, and putting baby stuff in. Yeah. Wait, no. <laughs> no baby. No bit. Ba- no um. Like, Wait. Um, um. Beer. I'm gonna drink beer soon for sure. C- yeah. Love it. Co- corona, I love it. I <laughs> love, love it, yeah. Light with a lime. Light, yeah, with a lime. And I'll only do like two or three. And maybe just like a soda water instead. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Horrible lying sky. Which is good because, I maybe mean. maybe just water. <laughs> yeah, I think I'll just have a water. <laughs> no, it's, it's straight vodka. Just chugging them back. I'm like so stressed <laughs> right now. I'm so drunk. <laughs> la, 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 la. Right? Um, which is good that Ashley's such a fake, you know, not a fake, but like a, a good li- a bad liar because, you know, maybe that means that when she was telling Karen that she liked the smell, she really meant it. Every time I see something that orchestrated, I feel like it is <laughs> set up. Mm-hmm. But 
at this point, I just think it's Ashley's bad acting. Yeah. She's so genuinely excited. Which also makes me think, maybe Giselle isn't right. <laughs> we, we've, we've questioned And it. Ashley just we have rationally wants to have a baby. Mm-hmm. I think both can be true, though, Amanda. I think she could desperately want the baby, be so happy she got it, but also kind of luck out with the whole situation that she's in. Yeah, and Michael could be anxious because of that, him rubbing his forehead in the mm-hmm. ultrasound and or ultrasonic room. <laughs> What's it called? <laughs> ultrasound room. Yes. Where he's like grabbing the back of his neck and trying to pacify himself. Trying to wake him up from this dream, this health <laughs> Oh, yeah, that's great. Let me just... Is that a skewer? <laughs> um, Could I just stab it right through my head? <laughs> it's ended now, and uh, we'll be okay. All good from here. Um, Karen gives a speech. She gives thanks to all the ladies for keeping her on track and announces in spring 2019, it will be her perfume in a national retail store. So stay tuned. Mm -hmm. See, at this point, we didn't get any information on which store. Well, we find out in the clip, Mm -hmm. in the aftermath, that it's Bloomingdale's. Which is a high-end retail store, for Uh, sure. I don't know if they're open right now. No. (laughs) Maybe (laughs) timed a little... Not not good. <laughs> um, yeah. But I'm sure she's selling online, though. She has to be. I hope so. I I mean, she, yeah, me too. Um, the ladies did not take well to that national retail store. Well, big, big, did they all not take well, or was it just Giselle? It was mainly Giselle. She was wondering. I'm just saying. She is. Which store is it, though? Where am I going to get it? Yeah. She is, um... The antidote for a boring episode. There's there's more bugs outside in there. That was an owl. <laughs> you, I don't know if anyone heard that. Um, yeah. It is is peak nighttime right now. Um, no, yeah, just, I mean, look, at least Giselle is on brand. At least Giselle knows that at the end of the day, Giselle's going to do Giselle, and uh, it is what it is. She wants to get the dirt, and she's going to get it. I just want her to take a break, and I just think she'll get so much done. Mm-hmm. She just takes one break for two weeks and doesn't try to figure out what everybody else is doing. Maybe she needs to go on that little detoxifying lie. The that real Ashley one. Ashley is saying. The real one. <laughs> yeah. Um, Giselle says none of her questions were answered this night, but uh, she has decided to support Karen. They'll never be. Even if answered. she does own only 1% of her business. <laughs> we don't care. We can't fix it. Like, she's. Karen. May really be the grand dame. I mean, she's definitely keeping Giselle on her toes and keeping Giselle pressed, you know, to the tabloids to try to find more dirt on her. I mean, look, if if they're not talking about you, then you're not doing nothing right. So, Karen, keep going, girl. You're the MVP of the night for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, at the very end of the episode— I we see s- what you've been saying all these years. Mm-hmm. Oh, no. We are full, full steam ahead. I see what you've been saying. On the Karen boat. And I was like, she's crazy. I don't get it. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Long game. <laughs> at the end of the episode we sort of catch up we go sort of months ahead and see where all the ladies sort of end up we flash forward to Monique and sh- her newborn baby boy that she had um, Candace is mailing off her first mortgage check to pay for that house that extra $1,200 check and uh, her husband by the way is very comfortable holding the camera yes <laughs> and that's what distinguishes her cutscene from the rest because I don't think that was actually yeah. a wise move <laughs> it looks really weird 
It looked really personal. Well, you can tell it that the like producer- a, It looked like a bad horror movie. A little bit. You could tell the producer's like, hey, we're not going to send a whole team out there. Just give us an update. What are you doing? I guess we can mail and a he's check. like, hey, 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 listen. <laughs> Just like he is with her relationship with her mom. Yeah. Hey, I know you're doing it this way, but what if we did it like this? <laughs> with me involved. More. More than ever before. <laughs> I'll hold the camera. <laughs> like- I'm seeing a thing with him. Well, and I will say with him that they preview the reunion and he like really bucks up. Like he like goes off. He's like, okay, okay. I know you just want to do it where I'm just your husband. But what if I was a star? What if we're like a team? But like a lot of me. But mostly me. <laughs> what about that? I'm just I mean, saying. I like her. I like Chris, Candace's husband. Mm, he wants you to. Mm-hmm. I'm watching out. <laughs> He's, you're on to him. Yeah, I don't know about this guy. Um, Robin closes on her rental property that we didn't really get to see a lot of with a $36,000 profit, so good for her. Um, maybe that can help buy them like a tasteful ring. I don't know. No. No. No, it's that would show to the world <laughs> that he is not available, and he's not ready to do that yet. They're not ready to do that. Don't oh, be rude. I, like, I don't want the... I, don't I want, be rude. Robin, I want the best for you, Well, as she's always. not ready to accept a ring, right? True. Yep. Anyways, Giselle moves into her new home eventually, and Ashley um, eventually gives birth to her, her son. So everyone sort of gets the happy ending that they always wanted, in a way. And then 2020 happened. <laughs> wow. I can't wait to see. What an episode. Let's uh, let's finish it out with our final segment of the night, shall we? Well, the episode is over and it's time to say, what's your favorite part of the show today? Okay, Amanda. So I had a lot of fun with this one. This was like a, I mean, I always like talking about Potomac, but the, this seemed like we got a lot of so many of good content. moments. I've yeah. been thinking about this just so you what know, because I always struggle with this part of the segment. Mm-hmm. I've been thinking about this for a while, and now I don't know, even know if this is really my favorite. But well, let's let's hear your your thought process here. The absurdity of it all, mm-hmm. in general. Um, Karen has to take all precedence. Over yes, this she is fantastic. The queen bee obsessed. Um, very interested in what's going on in her mind. But watching that Ladam perfume reveal. And seeing the models, honestly, yes. was <laughs> the craziest part. To only see two naked bu- naked butts. <laughs> like, and I remember hearing someone in the background that's not affiliated with the show go, wow, so high tech. <laughs> no one said and that. And I actually, yeah, I paused and I, no I actually, said that. yeah, wow, so high tech. <laughs> I, I paused and I started just cracking up. Um, so that would be my favorite moment. Um, I have a couple, though. I do want to say that um, I have to piggyback on what you said. I mean, Karen Huger is something that we need to cherish while we have her. Not while we have her on the show. I mean, you know, like, okay. while, I mean, she's doing fine. Heck is I'm going sure. on with you, <laughs> bud. <laughs> no, but we need to, we don't, we never know when someone's going to get fired Are you or okay? quit or the show's get canceled. So just cherish her while we have her. She's a great Stop. woman. She's not going anywhere. I just, I lose a lot of things in life. She's not going anywhere, okay, good, buddy. Good to hear. Um, she's MVP, not. MVP of the episode. I really hope to uh, get to talk about her more. But also, I just, that moment, that yoga, that whole yoga moment. Mm, with All Ashley, the letters clattering onto the floor haphazardly. It was one thing after another. 
the the stickers on the tummy, the the pee stick, the mom's bracelet, the wrist thing. I really dug into that. A lot of ups um, and downs. Yeah, the Michael doing yoga wasn't my thing. I just that scene but really. Hooked you me liked in. that it made you feel displeasure mm-hmm. and extreme pleasure yes. when she hugged her. A little bit weird for you. <laughs> you might be bad, but you're perfectly good at it, as Rihanna. As said. Rihanna would say. Um, I also like. Yeah, I loved Karen. The whole Ladam reveal party. I liked uh, the whole you know snafu with Giselle wanting to get into that little glass cage with the uh, the perfume bottle. Hmm. All in all, an all star yeah. episode. An all star episode. gauche of her. Very. Yeah. Well, Giselle knows gauche sometimes. I mean, mm. she's not afraid to go there. Mm. I mean, there was a moment in season two when she just blatantly gets kicked out of Monique's party because she's talking shit about Unique and Monique's own house. I mean, Giselle isn't really afraid to go anywhere. She's not, as they say, <laughs> the one. No, she is not. <laughs> but yes, a ver- an all-star episode of Potomac. Um, and if you're not watching season five of Potomac currently airing, you have to get on it because a lot of stuff is going down there. In the meantime, Amanda, let's choose... Next week's episode, oh. and I. This is a promise to the listener. We will be back in a week's time. I would put money on it. Put I'm, money on my Uber <laughs> if my car doesn't work. Guess where we're going? We're going somewhere that my Uber driver likes. She only watches two. Um, what is it? Two cities. One's oh, your Potomac. Uber driver is a fan of the housewives. Yes, one was Potomac. Oh, my Uber driver tonight. One was Potomac, and the other was. Beverly Hills. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so that's that's interesting because we we haven't really been there in a while. So, what season of Beverly Hills are we going to? Are there five? There's we have up to nine. Well, then we're good because we're going to five. Okay, we're doing the Real Housewives of Beverly Hills season five episode fifteen. Okay, is that a re- reunion? No, it is not. Okay. Se- we're doing the Real Housewives of Beverly Hills season five episode fifteen entitled. Welcome to Amsterdam? The ladies come together for Yolanda's scavenger hunt around Beverly Hills. Kim confronts Lisa Rinna at David Foster's charity gala in Canada over talking behind her back. When the women arrive in Amsterdam, anger flares between the Richard sisters. Um, This is like, I don't know, that's a very interesting era, Beverly Hills, and I'm interested to show you it because you're, I don't know if you're going to, Take it well. I don't know. It's a lot. It's a lot going on. Um, so I'm excited to get back to uh, the Hills gals. In the meantime, Amanda, where can everybody find you? You can find me on the gram. Dr. Rockfuss, Not posting much. Just being a little reclusive, but, but I might have something to show you later. Ooh, I'm just feeling Are you shy. teasing something? I feel shy. <laughs> That's not like you, Amanda. I guess I'm just busy <laughs> uh that was gonna veer into weird play there for a second um um probably a play that nobody wants to see <laughs> and as always guys you can find me on twitter instagram and well just twitter and instagram at uh jay mckenzie that's j-a-y-m-a-c-k-e-n-z-e-e uh having a lot of fun live tweeting big brother live feeds over there and uh love island just started up so i'm doing a lot of reality tv coverage on twitter um, and that's a wrap on Potomac. Uh, can't wait to see you guys in Beverly Hills next week. Be sure to watch ahead of time and we'll see you next week. Bye. Bye.